Um, so we're on fall break right now. And basically it's become like our take care of all of our business weekend um, in like a good way. You know, do you ever like, you know, you have a bunch of things that you need to take care of and you just put them off and put them off and put them off. I pay people to take care of my business. Oh, yes. Well, we're not all so fortunate. Um, this weekend was basically like, we're going to schedule, not we're going to schedule all the appointments for now, but we're going to call and make all of the appointments for like the next month so that oh. things can actually get done um, of things that we've just put off for way too long. Um, so it's felt, it's felt very productive. Oh, good. It's like I found my gotcha. You know, my what? gotcha is just getting things done. Well, maybe. Am I using that right? No. Does the show use that right? I don't know. I don't know if the show knows. I kind of feel like the show invented it, right? I guess. I guess it can be whatever you want it to be. But maybe my thing is scheduling. Well, that's can my thing be scheduling? If, if you want to be really boring. I guess. Actually, I don't really like scheduling. I think my gotcha is playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> that's everybody's gotcha. That game is like, you're like, oh, I've only been playing for 15 minutes. And it's like, gotcha. It's been four hours. It, yeah. But it feels well spent. You're with all your friends? I am with all my friends. Yeah, so I started that game where I made a warlock, mm -hmm. and he was cool. But then I made a paladin, and he was even cooler, and I got even further. But then I was like, but my warlock. But also then you said some words that really cut me to my heart and told me that half-elves were kind of boring because there's a lot of half-elves in your party, and, and I realized you were right. So I went and I made a tiefling warlock. Um, and now I'm ahead of where I was with my other warlock, with my tiefling warlock. Yeah. Um, and I, it's just fun. I'm basically yeah. doing a lot of the same things. I'm making a few different choices. But I just really like my little tiefling guy. There, There's wild stuff in that game that I have played through a lot of the first act like four or five times. Uh-huh. Um, and all of it, like... I think everything you can do twice and just the variations on the ways you can do things like, like, like my third or fourth time in, I knew that it was a very varied game, but like, it's kind of mind boggling. Like I won't tell you how or anything, but you know, the goblin camp, Uh huh. you know, you can just poison everyone in it. Really? Yeah. You can just, you can just pretty much poison everybody. And just do a war. Huh? You just do a war crime? I, I mean, you, you could slaughter them all anyway, probably. I suppose. But, you know, you give them a chance. <clears throat> um, Would that also get house in, though? Everyone outside. Oh, everyone outside. Yeah, inside's a different thing. In, inside's a different thing. Um, but I found that this in my last playthrough. I was just like, ah, oh, ah. Oh. Mm. Um, the, like the variations on the ways you can do things. Um, I saw a video online. Um, did you spend much time in the owl bear cave? Um, with my paladin, I did, but then I left because I wasn't about to fight the owl bear, which would violate my oath of the ancients. Even if it attacked you? Um, I mean, it was I was using animal speech, so I was talking to it, and it told me to leave. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "You're injured. Let me help you." And it's like, "No, this is nothing. Go away, or you die." And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. We're cool. We're cool. Okay. Um, it felt right. My warlock will probably go and just like roast him. Uh, well, in that cave, there's a chest. Um, and it's like a magically sealed chest. Mm -hmm. um, and there's the Blighted Village, you know, where all the goblins are. 
Uh-huh. Those goblins are walking around looking for loot. And if you drop that that magically trapped chest, the goblins will come to it looking and for die. loot and they will die, they will kill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I did find that chest actually because it kept hurting me. Yeah. Um so yeah, there is that scenario. But yeah, you can just take it and drop it for the goblins and they will just murder themselves on it. Fascinating. Um do you still get the experience points? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. You, you get ex- Huh? I'm going to do that all the time. I'm just going to carry that chest with me and set it anywhere for my enemies. Well, I don't know if it works on everyone. And that I think that village is unique because they are looking like actively looking for loot in the village. Guess that makes sense. Um but it could work more places. I have no idea. Like I said, I just saw someone set it down and then like there's like a time lapse of every guard comes up to it and like burns to death. but that being said like the breadth of different options is mm-hmm. just kind of crazy seriously yeah, and especially like before i played as a few different races but going as a tiefling now and especially at that beginning where the tieflings are kind of getting the short end of the stick mm-hmm. uh, in the situation and just like the way you're able to like sympathize with them and like you're just associating with them in mm-hmm. a way um, that I didn't with any of the other characters that I was. It's just really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of the same as a druid. Um, like I said, I found a way to end the conflict within the grove without ever even touching the goblins. And it would be very difficult to find if you were not a druid. Uh-huh. Um, I think it would be doable, but like, and, and it, it, it adds a whole new element to the story that I never knew could be. Fascinating. So, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm a big fan. Crazy game. Maybe my next playthrough I'll be a druid. Um, it's a, it's a good time. A, a spore druid would be super interesting. I've been looking at its spellbook. Mm-hmm. You're almost never going to wild shape, which actually might be kind of good because I use all my wild shape charges for combat. So, like, my raven and my cat... Like one very much, yeah. Which are like my your utility ones for like sneaking and scouting. I don't use very much, so it might be kind of good to have them. I don't know. Yeah, usually you just turn into a bear. Well, now I turn into a bear, but yes, which is a type of bear. <laughs> yes, or a type of chicken, if you ask the goblins, or if you ask the goblins. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been looking at their spellbook. It's really interesting. They're almost like they're like damage over time necromancer druids that's pretty cool they are cool um if i did another druid i would do a spore druid but i do i spend most of my time as animals so it's very different um but yeah Baldur's gate 3 it's great glowing recommendation from us here on hinge and fever on hinge and fever Hello, everybody. Welcome to Henshin Fever. I've forgotten how to do this. I'm one of your hosts, Chance. 
And I'm your other host, Cameron. Yes, my computer was on the fritz last week. Um, it, it's true. Though, that is more prudent for our last podcast. Because um, the programming on this podcast is changing. It is changing, but I don't know if we've discussed the details in a lot of depth, so I'm interested. I mean, oh. I know we talked about some of the changes, um, but I didn't know about when the other things were going to be happening. Yeah, I, um, I just think that um, single episodes of Common Rider Gotchard aren't giving us a ton to talk about. Uh-huh. Um, so we're going to start, and this is the first week of it, covering two at a time every mm-hmm. other week. Yes, which just makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, um, and that, and you may be saying, well, two weeks in between episodes. No, no, no. Um, starting soon, it will be two weeks in between episodes until we get this going. So depending on how much we drag our feet or not, um, we plan to have a common uh, Rider-inspired actual play podcast uh, going on in the, the week Other, between. Whatever the word you would use for that. Yeah, so you'll get a actual play episode of uh, of our Common Rider podcast. Uh, you'll get the two episode review. You'll get more Common Rider actual play, more Common Rider review, and it'll kind of go like that. Yeah, back and forth, and forth and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're super excited about it because we always wanted this to be more than just just um, a, a watch. Yeah, coverage episode coverage. Yeah, we kind of want this wanted this to be about like. A celebration. Like a celebration of, of Kamen Rider and Tokusatsu and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, we're really excited about it. Um, you know, I've got I've got a lot of the game prepared. Um, I'll do the, the big bits of preparation when Cameron and I pick a time to play. Mm-hmm. And another person. Yes, and at least one other person, yes. That's, what, that's the big thing that we're looking for. Yes. Well, actually, we've got him. Oh, nice. They've said yes. That's new to me. So, um, um, whenever it does happen, though, yeah, we just need to schedule it out. Um, but yeah, so that's the programming change for Henshin Fever. Um, we hope you'll stick with us and uh, get really excited about about all that. Um, I believe I could be wrong, but I believe we're only about a month or two away from the first Gotchard movie. Oh. I've not watched any of the Common Rider movies. Um, generally, there are two movies. Um, the first one is a uh, is a teammate team up with mm-hmm. last season. Um, it's the 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 crossover movie, and then there's a summer movie. And the summer movie is normally towards the end or after the end of of a mm-hmm. season, and it's normally just kind of more of a high budget episode. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds cool. Yeah, I feel like I mean I've, the only season I've watched all the way through is Kuga, and I feel like it had like four movies. Oh, does it? Uh, but some of them are just kind of recap. Mm, yeah, they hadn't they hadn't really like hit the stride of how everything was going to go. Well, and, hey. you know, because it was new, sort of starting the new era. And Common Rider has a lot of tie-in media. Um, take Saber for instance. Hmm. Um, there's pretty much like a, like a 90 minute, like, I don't even know what you'd call it. OVA is what you'd call it an anime. Um, but there's, there's like side movies for just about every character in that series. Interesting. Little side, like mega episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And they're all actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. I need to watch more Ray Wah stuff just because the vibes of what I've seen are just immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. I, now, most people will tell you that it is their least favorite, but I mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. But I mean, I sent you a thing. You've probably not seen it because I sent it to you on Twitter, but it was like a fight scene in Geats mm -hmm. where Geats was doing a thing and then suddenly he like shushes and the music of the show shushes as he shushes them. Oh. And I was just like, this is the coolest thing. Man, Geats was so cool. <laughs> Don't even give me... There's some scenes in Geats. Ugh. Um, but I, I really think you should watch Geats. Um, especially, try to get it done before the movie comes out. I have some time. Actually, I'm super busy, but I'll try. <laughs> um, yeah. it's Geats is really good. Yeah. You got lunch hours? Uh, yeah, I do. Not this week. Um, for various reasons. Um, I did just... I haven't watched a ton of other stuff other than Gotchard lately, but I did watch like a two-episode arc of Wizard that was really... I, I feel like it was pretty good, not great. It had the potential to be really great uh, because like the, um, the whole premise of that is these people who are called Gates, they have this magic potential, and when they give in to despair like a phantom is born, like the person dies and their magical potential becomes this phantom. Mm -hmm. um, and so the main character, Haruto, is trying to protect people from giving into despair and becoming phantoms. Um, and then there's the phantoms and they're trying to turn the people into more phantoms to like do evil things. Um, but in, throughout the episode, you don't, the person that Hodoro thinks he's protecting from becoming a phantom is actually already a phantom. Um, and so there's just kind of this, like, the Phantom's trying to kill Hodoro, but he doesn't know that he's the Phantom. And it's just, like, these kind of funny things, but then I feel like it just resolves a little bit too quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and But, I mean, it was it was good. I thought it was an interesting twist on the things. And it was, like, pretty funny, like, the ways he would try to kill him. <laughs> and just, like, it would not go the way that he wanted it to. Yeah. And then they had a fight at the end, or? Uh-huh. Love it. Yeah, here and there. Yeah, there are a couple of fights. Love it. Yeah, other than Gotchard, that's been my one common Rider experience in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I have not been watching many shows at all. So um, I know I had some last week, but I don't remember what they are what they all were now. Um, but yeah, I haven't watched much this last week. Mm -hmm. um, I've been planning a common uh, Rider game. Common Rider game. That's where, where a lot of my Toku um, stuff has been going. Um, although I do want us to review something. Okay. I, meant, I meant to have sent this to you already. I downloaded it. What is it? We have to review it. You gotta go in fresh. <laughs> but it's very on brand for us. Should um, I be on the lookout for this? Like, it, I mean, well, I gotta find it. I did a nice post for my wife and it got buried. It's coming. There it is. I was hoping it was heavy. Oh! This is a uh, a suit from the Spider-Man 2 game coming out um, that they announced, uh, and it is called the Venom Tokusatsu suit. Mm -hmm. Is that a is that Miles Morales? I have no, no clue. I don't know either. That's super I mean, cool. Well, it's I Venom, and Miles isn't Venom. That's true. So I would assume it's black. It's an alternate costume for Black Suit Spider Man. Uh huh. I think that's pretty sick. Look, I love it. Right? Uh huh. 
Yeah, just like the, I mean, black and red is always a good color combo to me. Yeah, but I really like all the all the sharp angles it takes. Uh, I love the gauntlets with the mm-hmm. like the spikes on it. Uh, he's got the claws on there, like a green ranger shield on his mm-hmm. torso. That's a glowing red spider with the spider. Yeah, and I like the way that the spider legs are like kind of going along with the shape of the shield in mm-hmm. a really interesting way. The helmet is really cool. Oh, I just now noticed it has like the two main Spider-Man eyes, but then it has the three eyes above each eye to make the eight spider eyes. Oh yeah. I didn't think it was really cool. Had zoomed in on the helmet. Yeah. I love all the, like the piping, the spider web boots. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I just thought it was very on brand for us. I wanted us to, Mm -hmm. wanted to get your live reaction to it. Big Spider-Man fan. I'm excited for that game. I don't know if I'll uh, be getting it. I definitely won't be getting it right away because, you know, Baldur's Gate and busyness. But maybe Christmas. Um, and if it turns out that that is Miles' suit, don't at me. It's Venom's. It, it's, it's got a big Venom mark next to it, so I assumed it's not. But it could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I need to play the first ones. I played some of the first one, and I mean, I enjoyed it. I just didn't ever um, finish it. But... Um, I played Miles Morales over the summer, and oh my goodness, it's amazing. I think Spider-Man does lend himself oddly well to Tokusatsu. He does. Um, he's kind of already in the outfit. Yeah, basically. But anyway, um, yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. So look in, look up, look ready for those changes coming up. Um, look ready for them, everyone. <laughs> I said, look up, look, look at, look in. So look I decided, up. I decided, look, look, ready. look ready, everyone. Look out, here comes a Spider Man. Um, but yeah, so we're really excited, uh, for those changes coming up, and uh, we hope you guys are too. Um, but yeah, now let's jump in let's, and cover let's get to it. Episodes four um, and five. Yeah, so, episode four, mm-hmm. which is called Ant, Ant Trooper Labyrinth. Um, which is episode four of the series. Um, feelings at the top of the episode? How did, how did you like this one? Oh, I love this one. It's probably my favorite I did too. so far. I, I really liked it a lot. Um, yeah, I feel like it was a good, like, getting a little bit more about Rin mm-hmm. um, and kind of her view on things. So a little bit of characterization there. Um, I think Lachesis is my favorite of the Abyssal Sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like she just has a really good energy that I really like. And so seeing her featured, I mean, this is the episode where I decided that I didn't know before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, Oh, she's great. She's very fun. Uh, she's kind of a conniving sister. Uh-huh. It's interesting because I feel like I've seen this said somewhere, but like watching something in another language where it's like, I don't actually know if she's doing a good job acting or not. Yes. But seems pretty tremendous to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I've thought that several times. One of the common writers uh, in Blade, um, which I've seen about 10 episodes of now, mm-hmm. um, is like fairly famous for having a lisp. And I'm just like, any American who doesn't speak Japanese who like makes a joke about this character no in a lisp, they have no clue. It doesn't sound any different. <laughs> Precisely zero idea that they do. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is just not a joke for us. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know. But yeah, they, they they seem to be doing a great job. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so 
we start the episode at the end of the previous episode uh-huh. um, where the submarine guy, submarine bad guy, has everybody trapped yeah. in the warehouse. And then Spanner shows up. Yeah. Um, and just kind of wrecks shop. Yeah, and transforms into what what are they what is he called? Armored I forget the name of it. It's something um, it's Valverde is the Yeah. I'm not sure. I can't remember what it's called. Um it's cool. Whatever it is. He does some sort of different transformation where he can only he doesn't combine two things. Um, yes. He's just kind of himself and then can I guess he sort of augments different parts of himself with the cards rather than combining them to make something new. Yeah. What are they calling? They're calling him... Ah, stupid ad. I almost had it. They're calling him... Maybe just Valverd? I thought there was like a thing before it. Valverod. Valverod. I'm looking up here. Have I been saying it wrong? I think there's it's an extra Valva. It's V-A-L-V-A rad. Well, yeah, there is an extra A. Okay. Whatever. Okay, maybe it is just Valverad. I thought they were calling him like... He's a Kimmy Hunter. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, he's he's like an A-level alchemist. Uh-huh. He's just, you know, he's just good at what he does. Yeah, and he he destroys him, and then he gives the submarine card to Rin. Mm-hmm. He's like, like a gift for you. He, he seems pretty he seems interested in her, and Hodoran uh, yeah. doesn't like it. No, no, and but she doesn't like it either. No, she's not a fan either. Um, so, bro needs to chill, basically. But he um, he says like, "You did a great job with Amalgam, but I still don't accept you as common writer." As common writer, and then we cut right there to Ichinose walking to school, mm-hmm. and then his friend. Mm-hmm. Um, who we still don't understand why he's in this show. No, we, we haven't figured that out just yet. We don't know why he's doing what he's doing. Um, but his friend tells him that all the weird things that's been going on, but there's a hero of justice. Yeah, and at that moment, Hodoro's just like, oh, yes, a hero of justice. Yeah. Like, he's... that's the best news ever. What's he like? He's got to be, like, the coolest person ever because um, he just knows that it's him. And so he's just, like, starstruck with himself. Yeah. But not in like a not in like an arrogant way, just like a, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Yeah, I I was definitely like because Power Rangers has programmed me, I was definitely waiting for him to like get in trouble because of his overconfidence uh-huh. and learn that humility is the way to like win. Uh, that doesn't happen. <laughs> no. That doesn't seem to be the lesson that he's trying to learn here. I'm not sure if there's any lesson he's no. trying to learn. I don't really think there is, and that's kind of the the fun part. Yeah, it is fun. It just gets to be fun. It just gets to be fun smashing things together. <laughs> I mean, he's just like so into it. Um, then he's at, but he's at school, or at alchemy school. Alchemy school. Yes, yeah. yeah, alchemy school. And um, he invites Ren over. He's like, you should come over to my house. And yeah, suddenly played is like. She's like, Rin. what do you mean? Rin's like, you're asking me on a date? And He's like, oh, no, it's a restaurant, and um, yeah. you should just come get some food. Um, it was just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but then Rin, it's Renge and Sabimaru are the oh, name. Nice. I have a list pulled up. <laughs> Don't be too impressed. Um, but they come, and they're asking Hodoro to make a trade of uh, Comantis. 
he thinks it's kind of weird because to him, Kemis are alive and trading living things is weird. But they tell him, like, how do you befriend more Kemis if you can't get them? He's like, yeah, they got his number. I guess that's true. So, Gotta get him. I mean, I'm all about trading Pokemon, so it's fine. He's trade. He trades for Energil and um, um, a Shinobi a, one, Sasuke Maru. Yeah, Sasuke Maru. Yeah. It's very funny because Energil is like an energy drink. Yes. But uh, literally anything can be a Kemi, as we will see in the next episode. S- sort of, yeah. Um, I could be a Kemi. You don't know. Um, I've seen you around human malice before, though. So. Wouldn't that be a twist? <laughs> um, this podcast is a Kemi. But... Uh, so they make the trade, and then the teacher comes in and introduces the new alchemist, Spanner. Mm-hmm. Um, like, from headquarters, alchemist. help us yeah. out. I doubt they flesh out this organization much more. Um, but I'm, sh- I'm so curious about the setup. Like, I, I would love to know the backstory of this world. Like, what's headquarters? Like, what mm-hmm. are the other alchemy schools? Like... Are there other transformation devices like Valverde's thing? Mm-hmm. It's like, what is, yeah, is this like all the students? Is it just this one little like alchemy cell? Um, yeah. And there's well, other little cells around. I think we the get world? the sense that the, it's a bigger organization. Mm-hmm. Even, um, even here in this one spot, it's a bigger organization? No, I think, I think what we're seeing mostly what's in this spot, but like. Okay. Like Minoto's yeah. class or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, you know, Spanner, when he says, like, <clears throat> like you did a good job with the Malgum, but I don't acknowledge you as common Rider. Mm-hmm. Like, he kind of seems to know what a common Rider is. So maybe yeah. like, there's even other common Riders. Um, I just don't know. Yeah, there's just some more lore that needs to be unmoored. And I, I, I and unless... The greater alchemy organization is evil. I doubt that will happen. Yeah, if it's just like a generally good benevolent thing. Yeah. Like the more interesting thing is just the day-to-day hunting Kimmies. That's what the show seems to be more interested in dealing with, at least right now. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think I started accepting that about this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started accepting that about this show uh, in this episode that like, the high school setting is fairly super, super, superfluous. Superfluous. Mm-hmm. Um, like I was kind of, kind of here for almost like a persona esque. Like we're in school daydreaming about chemistry, but the teachers will ask us a question, and mm-hmm. um, and that, and I just don't think that's what this show is interested in telling. No, so it is. It is just interesting though, like that. That's the way they chose to go, and like mm-hmm. added this whole element. That seems very interesting, but it doesn't really go anywhere so far. Again, we're only like five episodes in. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like it's it's just a, another set piece. Yeah. It, yeah. But so far, at least, I mean, they could be like on a safari looking for chemists. Uh-huh. Or like they could be a detective agency. It really just doesn't matter. Um, yeah, they just needed a way to have some characters who are in the know. Yeah. And this is the way that they did it. Yeah. Uh, and, and, um, I guess that their youthfulness kind of does lend a nice air. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, Rin, if she was like an adult in a, like a, like a detective agency, she wouldn't seem quite as tragic as like a high school girl 
Uh-huh. Is that world weary? Yeah. yeah it's, it's fine to be world weary when you're an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel like the show is trying to make like a point um, about Spanner's affection towards Rin because we get another bit of that in this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, the reaction should be like embarrassment or like fawning over him or like mortification. But I think this show is very like pointedly showing like she is not reacting to this at all. Mm-hmm. Like this is just another day for her. And I think that that kind of world weariness, that kind of like hardenedness. Yeah. Um, I think it's very intentional to make her seem very tragic in this youthful setting. Yeah. And then it also just makes it make sense where like Renge is wearing a tiger hat with the big mittens on it. Uh, I, I don't know what high school you went to, dude. But... I mean, I don't know. I work in a middle school. It feels that youthful energy. <laughs> just like doing something really weird. Um, but yeah. So I, I think I've kind of accepted it. That's just a set piece. Um, and I'm just having fun with it. And I really am. Like, I liked this episode a lot. I liked the next episode quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Spanner hits on Rin again. Um, and she leaves. And she leaves and then Hodoro goes with her. And he's yeah. like, we should really go to my restaurant. It'll be a good time. And then um, Spanner and- does the like, the like face falling thing. Where he's like, and I know something that you guys don't know. Mm-hmm. As, the they're, figure. as they're walking away. And I'm just like, okay, so you're like, this is what I was, I, we recorded an episode of Boy Meets World Fever before this, and I was going to say this, and I was like, no, save it for Henshin Fever. This is where I'm like, this dude is totally going to have, like, either be his superiors are going to be evil, and he's going to recognize the error of his ways and become a common writer, or, like, he's selfish, and he's going to, by himself, figure out the error of his ways become a common writer. But this is... This man is becoming a common writer. You did say redemption arc's a big thing in this era. So yeah. we got our we got our prime candidate, prime redemption candidate, Spanner. Well, and and his just like that moment where where Hodoro and Ren are walking away and he's just like he's yeah, like goes from like smiling to like sad and like mm-hmm. I don't remember exactly what he says, but he says something along those lines of that wasn't me and, trying to speak Japanese. That was me saying something menacing and mumbling. Yeah. I'm just letting everybody know. I wasn't I wasn't doing the classic horrible thing. Yeah, no, I we we aren't either. I just don't remember what he says. Um and the tone I think is more important. Yes, than the, the words. Um but Hodoro and Rin go off and then the alert tells them there's a Kimmy nearby. Yes, but importantly, when when um, Spanner makes the, his little like gruff uh-huh. uh, statement behind their backs, it immediately cuts to the Abyssal Sisters, and the little sister tells, um, well, the little older sister, mm-hmm. um, the smallest, um, Lashesis, thank you, uh, tells Lashesis that it's her turn. Mm-hmm. And boy, um, is it. Yeah, and then they, it cuts back to the two of them, and they get there. They get the alert that there's a Kimmy nearby. There's a Kimmy nearby, and so they run off to this warehouse. Mm-hmm. And they get inside, and it's empty. I mean, who should appear but the Abyssal Sisters? Yeah, the Abyssal Sisters, and um, they hold up an ant, and you know, Hodor's like, "You can't treat him like that." 
But then she absorbs him and becomes some ant monster. Well, amalgam can't. It's amalgam of amalgam ant monster. Um, it's true, and I the suit's pretty cool, but the little arms on the chest just I don't know what to do with them. (laughs) I think the amalgam in the next episode is my favorite of all the amalgams so far. Yes, Uh, we'll we'll get into that. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, yeah, but this uh, one was good too. I feel I'm going to make my definitive statement about these amalgams. I feel like they are super cheap and a major cost-cutting measure, and I love them. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I'm here for it. Like, I know that, like, basically just having a basic suit where you just add a few pieces on is, like, kind of taking the lame way out, but the consistency, the, like, way that they look like kind of uniform, like, this is what amalgam who merges with a Kenny looks like. I love it. Uh-huh. I'm just trying. I'm looking up a picture of the ants, Malcolm, right now. I can see the arms. The picture isn't expanding. This is a real shame. But I can see them. Are they just crossed? <laughs> There's just like arms crossed on the chest. And every time I looked at it, I thought it was so funny. So strange. But whatever. Um, but she didn't, apparently in the first episode when there was a little mouth harp or whatever that twanged and caused the magic to happen, that was the Jesus that did that, because she does that again, and transports them to, like, an ant colony. Yes. Yeah, sure. Ren and Ho... Did you go away? No, I'm still here. Oh, here. But they're running through their lives through an ant colony, which I would, too. Oh, yep, they're just there. They're just there, crossed. (laughs) But they're not even, like, ant arms. I don't know what they are. Like, little human arms. Um... But yeah, they they transport them underground, um, and I think this is really interesting. Um, I've watched quite a bit of Common Rider now, and like this kind of dark, closed-in area, uh-huh. pretty unique to see Common Riders fighting it. At least, at least of all that I've seen, it's usually like just out in the open. Yeah, and night scenes tend to be like pretty rare, um, mm-hmm. so it's always pretty well lit. Yeah. But she's like hurling acid blasts at them and summons like some ant soldiers to like fight them as well. Yeah. Um, and Rin shows that she's useful. She's not a damsel yeah. in distress. Even though she, she does, does get tackled out of the way of something again this time. But yes. it's after doing some other stuff. Yes. Um, and uh, then she makes uh, the ant Malga makes copies of itself. Mm-hmm. So they book it out of there. Yeah. They're on the run. They're stuck in a labyrinth on the run. Running from um, some ants, which makes sense because ants are s- scary. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're in the anthill. Um, and basically, as they're running, it's revealed to Rin kind of what happened to her father. Uh-huh. Um, and that kind of saps her of her will to fight and run. Um, so this, this is when Hodoro tackles her out of the way and has to save her. Mm-hmm. Um, and has to, yeah, he has to save her. And um, they go to a, I guess, a part of the maze where the ant can't find them quite, quite right now. And yeah, he uses the ninja to like <clears throat> smoke screen away and do a little substitution jutsu. Yes, exactly. A substitution jutsu. Um, <clears throat> and then while, while they're there, Rin's like, I don't want to go anywhere. Like, I don't want to do this. And she kind of tells about her motivations. Um, and it's really good. Yeah. Like, her motivation is to um, 
Like she wanted to see her dad again, even though she like called him a traitor. Well, yeah, she wanted to tell him. He was like the one. He was like great at everything. Yeah, he was like the best alchemist, and she wanted to be like him. But then he disappeared, and she wanted. She's like, someday I'll get to tell him off. And like knowing that he died, she'll know. She now knows she's like never gonna get to tell him off. <clears throat> Bummer. Um, and he, you know, Hodoro asks like, "What is alchemy to you?" And she's like, "Something I have to do. That's all it is. Like, mm-hmm. like I don't want to do it anymore." Yeah, and then Hodoro is kind of talking about kind of what his he has like an obligation to help his mom, but like he's doing it so that you know, at the end of the day, he can see her smile. Mm-hmm. Which feels that that got me, you know. Yeah, and and he talks about like because she's always commenting on his mood. Uh-huh. Like Rin, in, in every episode up to this point, has commented on like, oh, in a good mood still, or like still happy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he's like, but she learns like his dad's also kind of a deadbeat. Yeah. We don't know who his dad is. We've seen that we saw the picture again in this episode. Yes. Or his head's covered. Who knows? My money's on it being the same person. You think they're brother and sister? I could see it. Um, but yeah, he's like, the restaurant was my dream, but now or was my dad's dream, but now my mom runs it and he's chasing another dream. And I think that kind of shows her like I don't know, that she's not that special. Uh-huh. Get over yourself, Rin. Like kind of putting it in a more negative light, but uh-huh. but um, he does it in a positive way. Yeah, as is his as is his want. And then they they basically decide that Rin's dad isn't dead, and they're both going to believe that. Uh-huh. In this room, I mean, we were all there too. We saw him get vaporized, but come on, he's in the opening credits. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, <clears throat> and uh, this really is the first time Rin and Hodoro kind of bond. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was very well done, very believable. Yeah. And uh, then they they have their final fight, which is a, a fun final fight. Frustrating a little. And again, it just feels like it goes so quickly. Yeah, it goes very quickly. And like, so at the start of this final fight, he figures out that he can use the Venom Drake he got in the last episode with the submarine one that he got that um, spamming it at the beginning of this one and he can make a new armor form mm-hmm. which looks kind of silly but I actually ended up kind of digging it it's probably my least favorite of the <clears throat> ones we've seen um, but it is, it's silly but in a fun silly yeah and, and he uses it to destroy all the clones with like uh-huh. sending torpedoes torpedo um, mushroom spore torpedo type thing it is a real weird introduction because immediately like he does one attack with it, destroys them, and then um, immediately turns into uh, Apare Bushido. Well, not immediately, because um, Ant Trooper captures Rin and has him take off the belt, and he takes oh, it right, off, right. throws it to he throws it to Ant Trooper, and she goes to pick it up, but then Energil punches her in the face. Punches her. That's right. Um, you fool! Uh, and then, then he turns into the red form. Yeah, Operator Bushido. And I'm just like, why did you why did you introduce that form if you weren't gonna like do anything with it? We're gonna like missile blast. Yeah, it just seemed odd. Because like there's been combinations where he's just kind of turned into an attack. Mm-hmm. Like he gets a whole like new that. form for some reason. What? 
that he has a whole new form for some reason. Yeah. It, yeah, if you just want to do one attack, just do it that way. I don't know. I don't know either. Also, when they were having their heart-to-heart moment, I liked the like light instrumental version of the theme song, um, which comes up again in the next episode too, which I guess is apparently like our serious moment music. Yeah. It's um, do, 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 do. I didn't notice, but all the music in this show has just been choice. It has been very good. But I just like that it's just this sentimental version of the pumped up theme song. Oh, yeah, it, it's pretty great. Um, but yeah, he turns into the red form. He does the same finisher he did in episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, the like tornado kick. Which is really cool. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, I don't have a problem with it. I just... It's like, why did we have this submarine mushroom? Yeah. Um, if it was just going to do one thing, but... Which I got to say, if I got a nickel for every Japanese TV show that has a submarine-themed monster, I'd have two nickels, which isn't... But it's just weird that it's happened twice. Oh, man. I've did you... way more than twice. Okay, well, that I've watched, at least. Because submarine mon... And then now this. It's just like, apparently that's just a big go-to. It's a deep well to draw from. Yeah. I I am certain there are more. Certain of it. I mean, probably. There's a lot of there's a lot of Japanese shows that I've not watched. Um but yeah. And uh so they destroy um Lachesis. Lachesis, thank you. I can't say it for some reason. I don't, know. Just, I don't know why. They destroy her ant form, and they get the ant trooper, mm-hmm. and, and they rise back to the top. Yes, but then what should happen? But the warehouse explodes. Yes, I, for, I, I forgot about this. It's like, what are they going to do? And then Spanner throws in a card, and he merges Mad Mad Dash, I believe, with the pirate that yeah. also has, and it turns into a pirate ship car and drives them out. Yeah, he turns into a pirate ship car, which... He turned into like a fully CG amalgamation. So I'm guessing there's an armor there. Um, uh-huh, just like with the steam hopper. Yeah, but it is a. Uh, I it, hope so. A race car pirate um, yeah. suit yeah. would be super cool. Um, so I'm guessing there's going to be a suit like in there. I'm not sure. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so he, he drive, drives them out and Spanner like takes back his card and says he's glad Rin's okay and. Mm-hmm. And walks away all cool. Super cool, super cool. Uh, and then we cut to um, the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, Hodoro really wants to help, and he hasn't been able to lately. Um, and who should come in? But there's Rin. But there's Rin, his bestie for the resty. Uh huh. And she's come to, you know, come to the restaurant. So he says he's going to make her something. Mm-hmm. It was like a meaty omelet. It didn't look very good. No. And turns out I'm right. It wasn't very good. He's just like, no, gotcha. (laughs) It's a fun time. It's a fun time and a fun end. It is. And it's, you know, I was kind of worried that it was just going to be like Rin being rude to Hodoro, like the whole series. Uh But seeing their, their friendship like blossom and Hodoro kind of being her first friend. Yeah, because, I mean, they've interacted, but they've never really, like, understood one another. Yeah. And so now there's been a little bit of that. So it feels more earned, um, and I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's good. Um, all right. 
All right. Well, that's going to be it for episode four. Ant Trooper Labyrinth. Um, it was a um, next. It was a rider kick to the heart. To the heart. It was. It was. It was good. This next one was less of a rider kick to the heart and more of a trip down the rabbit hole of absurdity. Um, and I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. I like this episode too. Um, seriously, so nuts. This is kind of what I want. This episode is kind of what I want this show to be. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe not always this absurd, but like these four, maybe five, if we can get ridiculous friend involved. But these four friends like going around, like going on adventures together. Uh-huh. <clears throat> this is a true wrestling spirit. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that they're looking at. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I just want these four. Like, if we're gonna do kids in like a friend group and like they're part of a club, let's do that. And and for those of you who out there who know Conrader better than us, I know Forze exists, but that's like they're trying to create a John Woo movie, like <clears throat> a John Woo like Breakfast Club, uh, Sixteen Candles, Pretty in Pink style movie in a common writer season like <clears throat> give me like a like a like a persona again i think is a good reference point mm-hmm. i think a scooby-doo-esque common writer would be pretty cool yeah yeah e- even that i kind of feel is the same but like give me these four i, I don't really care about two of them very much yet but no they're, they're quirky they're growing on me i'm like i'm glad that they got to kind of have something going on a little bit in this mm-hmm. episode um, I've already blanked on their names. Uh, Rengi is one. I didn't blank on that one. Um, Rengi is the one with the iPad. No, that's the the girl. <clears throat> oh, Rengi's the girl. Okay. Um, I'm trying to uh, Sabimaru. Okay. Yeah, Sabimaru and, and Rengi. Mm-hmm. Um, no way I'm going to remember that. But yeah, like I want like these four high school students up against a world that's way too big for them. Uh-huh. Like, that's fun. I, that's interesting. That's interesting. It's fun. It's like, I don't know. So I liked this episode a lot, and it's like, if it stayed this way, I think I'd be pretty okay with it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely watched that. Yeah. The, the absurdity of this episode, maybe not every episode. <laughs> no, because it's definitely absurd. Um, but I'm, I'm fine with silly. Silly now, is good. Remind me, does this start at the restaurant or does it start with the Abyssal Sisters? It starts at the restaurant. Okay. Um, where Hodoro's like helping out his mom. Um, she's He's saying like, he, you know, he has his gotcha, but it's still important that he helps out with the restaurant. And she's like, how's your new club and your club activities? And he's like, great, I'm making new friends. And then we see Hopper kind of hopping mm-hmm. over to the side. <clears throat> um, and then he's kind of remembering... Um, how Ren came by and how they seem to have friends and his mom is remembering that and how she said a bunch of good things about Hodoro. Mm-hmm. He's just like, oh, that warms his heart. And he's like, no, she helped me more than I helped her. Yes. She's better than I am. Um, but he kind of just thinks that to himself. Yeah. And then he he runs off to school. Yeah. Theme song. Right. There's, not, there's not a big revelation here, but I don't think there needed to be. No. Um, but it's just really, kind of continuing. It's that thread from the last episode. Yeah, and and I just like that the store and his mom are part of the story. Uh huh. Yeah, I want that Fair. to remain. I'm thankful for it. 
Yeah. Um, uh, theme song is still a banger. Um, mm -hmm. It's really good. I really thought about skipping it, and I didn't. No, and you shouldn't. And there's a rap in there, which is great. It is. It's it 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 is of the common rider theme songs I have heard so far. I think it is my favorite. Ooh, I actually <laughs> really like it too. But I do love "No Fear, No Pain" when you're fighting for the things that you care about of Kuga. Oh yeah, I don't remember Kuga's theme song very well. So no fear, no pain. It, it's theme song and Blade's theme songs are the two that really stick out to me. It's it's great. Um, again, it's one of the only ones I've watched, but I like that theme song better than Wizard, which Wizard is good too. I'm trying to remember Wizard's theme, and I just don't remember it. Magica, Magita, Magita, Showtime. Oh yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah, um, it's funny. The translation is like magic for real, really. Showtime. <laughs> uh. I, as much as I love Geats and will continue to sing its praises, the theme song's okay. Bummer. The visuals during it and the things they do with them are much cooler than the song itself. Okay. Well, you know, they can't all be hits. <laughs> no. Um, but after the theme song, we're then at, um, we're at Alchemy Club, I guess, as we're calling it. Um, and they're talking with Minato, their teacher. Um, he's talking about what, like the the Abyssal Sisters and kind of their motives and how they're basically doing a Kingdom Hearts and wanting to open the door to darkness, um, mm -hmm. which would reshape the world in a really bad way. Yeah. I'm making a prediction that that's going to happen partway through the series. They're going to open the door. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I can see that. I'm not sure if they'll open it or if it'll be like the final fight will mm -hmm. be to open it. So I've got two big predictions on the table right now. Is that Hodoro and Ren are brother and sister? Okay, and I then don't see that one happening, but okay. I don't know. Just it's from the first moment that we didn't see his dad's face. I was like, "That's his dad." But they still know. He, he still knows who his dad is. But I, you know, I don't know. It's just where I went, and I've I've stuck there. They're okay. still stuck in there, and I think that they're gonna achieve their goal. I say this without a whole lot of hope because in every show that I've watched, the bad guys always have a plan and they always get stopped. Um, like the whole time I was watching Kuga, I was like, what's going to happen if one of the bad guys succeeds in their goal and kills the amount of people that they need to kill? And I never found out. <laughs> stopped them. Um, and that's how it's feeling in Wizard, where it's like, will we ever have a new phantom? No, because Hodoro's, or yeah, Haruto's going to stop them um, every time. Um, you could be right. I'm, I'm not against it. Um, especially in Reiwa, there's been actually quite a bit of bad guys achieving their goals. Um, just ultimately not. Um, my only big thing is that Spanner is working for evil people. Uh -huh. Or at least not good people. At least not good. Maybe not necessarily evil himself, <laughs> but he might be. But definitely working for the people with mixed motives at best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they explain that his belt is the door to darkness and they don't really know what that means. And then it cuts to the Abyssal Sisters. Mm -hmm. um, and this is probably my my most disappointing part of the show, um, just because I really liked the Abyssal Sisters and thought they're very good villains. Uh -huh. um, and they haven't mentioned any like any other parties, anyone they're reporting to. And then um, now they're suddenly like that. Yeah, and now they're suddenly like our master, and I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like I just kind of hoping it was just you guys. <laughs> like, yeah, Master Garyon. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I don't remember exactly what they called him, but let, let's looking, I'm looking that up. I'm looking up Garyon. Um, um just another figure of Greek myth. Oh, is it? Oh, he's the he was in the Percy Jackson too. He's the guy that's three. Um he's got like three bodies all stuck together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like an abomination type deal. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and that bummed me out. I was like, oh man, like can't the three abyssal sisters just like be, be their own thing? Um, but apparently they have a master and they need to ramp up what they're doing with the chemis because like he will be disappointed and punish them. Mm -hmm. Real bummer. Yeah. It, it really kind of, I, I lost some of my affection for them. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Um, maybe it'll be a thing where like, Master Garyon's on the other side of the door to darkness, and they're trying to get him out or something. But mm-hmm. we can we can hope we can hope it's something cool. Um, but they say we got to ramp this thing up. We got to start getting powerful chemis with some powerfully malicious people. Mm-hmm. Um, start getting some stronger amalgams. Yeah, um, cut to uh, Japanese Golem. Fabio. Uh huh. Golem Goriki. <laughs> Yeah, uh, just very beefy Japanese man with long blonde hair. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's he's just the craziest looking guy. Uh-huh. Some guys cross his path and he um, breaks their backs. <laughs> yes, yes. Those those people will not be able to walk anymore. No, I don't know how Hotoro is honestly because it's fake ones for, for him. Well, I mean, it happens enough times. Um, yeah, we they offer him power. And he smiles, and that's all we get from that. Uh-huh. And then we go to Hodoro, who's just now realizing how to add to ten. Yes, he's like, Hopper is a one, and Steamliner is a nine, and that makes ten. And that seems important. And then Ren's just like, yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah, and then um, the guy with the iPad. It's not my fault nobody taught me. I'm going to school. <laughs> it's true. Why are these all just discovery lessons? Why is no one actually teaching me anything? Because if you don't learn it yourself, you won't learn it. Did we learn nothing from Bean Dad? Did we learn nothing from Bean Dad? Um, but yeah, so Hodoro, um, or the guy with the iPad, I forget his name already. <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. He's the iPad guy. Uh, he looks at them and analyzes them and sees that Hodoro is a one and Rin is a nine. And together they make 10, which was uh-huh. it's just funny. Yeah, you guys are a 10. It really doesn't go into the um, you know, the overall theme of the episode. Well, it kind of does, right? You know, with like tag teaming mm-hmm. and like becoming greater than the sum of your parts. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's very much like a a teamwork makes a dream work kind of makes a dream work, which I'm totally here for. Yeah. Um, but they they used um they used Commandus to get like five chemis. Uh-huh. Um, I can't tell you what they all are, but they did get some. Yeah, they got some. I don't. Oh, they're written. The butterfly chemi. I'm not going to try to pronounce these names. Some of them. Gen Gen Cho Cho. Okay, that's not that hard. Um, Bullet Bang, uh, Hiker, Res- Hiker Rescue, and Dr. Kozo. Okay. Oh, and Bakozemi and Flayros, which is a fun name. Yeah, they they grabbed those chemis, um, and Hodor was like, "We need to team up so you guys can teach me how to collect chemis like you do." And they're like ten thousand uh, dollars. Yeah, it's 
It's really funny because he calls the guy with the iPad senpai. He's like, I'm a senpai? senpai. I did I did pick up on that because I know and that's the bit of Japanese that I know. Yeah, yeah. Senpai. So he's like, I'm a senpai? Yeah, it, it, it means he's like an expert or honor. Like basically like the word for upperclassman. Like you're the person like that I look up to and want to like go to for help. Yeah. Um, so it was just funny. He's like, <laughs> it, so they're gonna go look for Kimmy's together, and they find them where else? A, a, a pro wrestling gym. Yeah, a pro wrestling training gym. Uh, I don't know if any of our pro wrestling buddies have made uh, the jump over with us. Made the jump over to this podcast, but this is the episode for you guys. Yeah, I mean, this is the moment. This is your time to get into the show. This is this is it. Um, Wrestler G, Wrestler G. <laughs> they. <laughs> there is no more serious in this episode. There's only ridiculous. It's only it's only cartoon, but it's a good cartoon. Yeah, they walk in. They're like, hello, are people here? <clears throat> and a guy comes out and is like, get away from us, Yakuza! And he's on, he's swinging the stick around, and they're like, whoa! We're not Yakuza, we're students! And he's like, oh, do you want to be wrestlers? Obviously, that's the next question. And then who should show up next but actual Yakuza's? Yes. With, like, a pickaxe. <clears throat> and they're like, we gotta stop them, and Rin's like, no. We can't use alchemy on normal people. Then why do you have it? Like, what's the what's the point of all this? This rule. She's like, it's it's our rule. We can't break the rule. Yes. Um, but who should come out? But the most just beautiful, maybe the most um, the the best graphic. Uh huh. Certainly, there's a wonderful, touching moment of just like this is exactly what would happen. A flying wrestling action figure uh-huh. comes and starts attacking them. Uh, yep. Like Wrestler G. And they get beaten up by an action figure. Uh-huh. And then they all pull out their guns to shoot everyone. And I guess now it's okay to use alchemy. Um, I don't know if it's using the chemis, but he fuses together the butterfly chemi and the gun and becomes a butterfly gun. That Rin shoots at them. I'm not sure what happens after that. They start having hallucinations of beautiful butterflies that they go chase away. Is that it? What happens? Okay. I think. <laughs> I'm not sure. It seems OP. <laughs> Some, something happens and they run away. It casts, it casts Charm Person. Yeah. Um, but as they leave, who should come in? But the well, golem. Fabio golem. <laughs> but Fabio um, golem is not just Fabio golem. No, he is my uh, favorite. Ape sensei? Um, gorilla. Gorilla, gorilla sensei. Um, his design is so fun. I, his head is a fist. And his, his shoulder whole, is a head. His whole face is just a fist. Uh-huh. Like, this guy's here to scrap. And that's it. <laughs> this is one of the amalgams. I saw it and I'm like, this is so cheap. And I absolutely love it. Uh-huh. No notes. <laughs> I just like if you are watching, listening to this, and you don't watch this show, just just Google it. Just Google Malgam, M-A-L, real amalgam, G-A-M, a uh, common writer Gotchard. Um, there's like a there's like a list of all of them. This mm-hmm. guy just looks 
So wild. It's a, it's a good look. It's a good look. Um, and we can't do it justice. Because, yeah, his gorilla face is on one of his shoulders. And the fist is his face. And then, like, the other gorilla fist is his arm. And that leaves his left arm, like, uncovered. Uh-huh. It's just a wild look. Yes. Um, but then he and... But then they start fighting. And they end up fighting out in the street. And then he uses his finisher move, the windmill backbreaker. Yes. And like, snaps Hodoro's back. He's okay, though. Yes, because he was in his Gotchard armor. Uh-huh. So it, it, you know, protects him. And then who should show up to save the day but Spanner? Um, so he comes to fight off the gorilla who then leaves. because He's like, this isn't fair. You're stronger than me. Um, and so he leaves. Though he does call Hodoro babyface. Yeah, and then he, like, demands the, I guess we haven't said, inside the toy is the Wrestler G Kemi. Kemi, yeah. um, And Spanner demands it back, but Odoro is like, you will not take his precious friend! <laughs> because Wrestler G is with the, the gym owner, Mm-hmm. Because of his fighting spirit. Yes, it's his tag partner. Yeah, they are now tag partners, and it is the dream of the uh, gym owner to be in a tag match with Wrestler G. Of course, it's his dream. It's a good dream. Who wouldn't <laughs> want to be? Um, who, has, as far as he knows, is just a flying toy. Yes, he's like, this is my dream, because clearly I'm on drugs. <laughs> Um, and but Hodoro takes this very seriously. It's like, you will not take his copy, you will not take his precious friend. <laughs> um, and you know what? This gets Tiger Claws and iPad, and they're in on it. Uh-huh. And, then, and then Rin is like, Me too, I will stand in your way. Yeah, and they're like, It's a 3v1 spanner. Do you think you can do it? And then Rin stands up, she's like, No, it's a 4v1. And he's just he like, could probably right. take them. Honestly. You guys are weird. <laughs> you probably could. This isn't this isn't worth what I got paid today. Uh, so they go in to the gym and like pretty much discuss like he's too weak, but he wants he has the he used to be a great wrestler and he's got the heart of it. And uh-huh. um and was like, you need to train me so I can not get my back broken. Yeah, this golem guy injured one of the trainer's like prize students yeah um, ended up being arrested for it um but you know everyone's like left the gym because of it yeah because of this guy um so it's, he's like you need to train me and he's like i can't train you i'm too like, old i'm too old i can't do that anymore um but then who could come to their aid but wrestler g wrestler g possesses the man <laughs> uh-huh, and turns him into the uh yeah, he's just a masked... A luchador... Luchador-style Japanese wrestler. <laughs> yeah. And he, he's just... They're like, what's going on? So they like follow him into the like ring room, and he's just standing on one of the posts being like, into the ring with me! <laughs> yes, let's do this. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous thing. And then they watch... As Hodoro keeps running at this guy and getting his back broken. Uh-huh. Again and again and again. But it doesn't get to the point where Ren's like, 
you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. She like develops this like unending faith in his persistence. Uh-huh. It's like, is there like an equivalent to Stockholm syndrome where you just see someone fail at something so many times that you just have to, you just want them to succeed. It's true. Whoever wrote this show has no idea what it means to teach someone something. Yeah, because it's not like, let me just do it to you over and over again until you can figure out what to do. It's like, he even tells him, like, you need to do this. Well, yeah, but he tells him, but he doesn't, like, show him or, like, emotions. You know, help him out. No, he just, every time, boom, back broken. Boom, back broken. Well, and they're in a school, but no one has taught Hodoro anything yet. Uh-huh. He's like, did you realize that these numbers add up to 10? He's like, yeah, everyone knows that. Like, oh, it'd be nice if someone like, you know, Mr. Monado, would you like teach me something for once? Whoever wrote the show is like, I don't know what happens at school. I don't know. People just figure stuff out. Exactly. Um, Does Mr. But- Feeney teach at this school? <laughs> he might um, but like this last time like Hodoro's running at him one more time and it seems hopeless but Rin she just can't hold it anymore she's like I believe in you and that's it we know we know he's got it um, then there's just like a day to night transition which apparently they've been doing this all, all night long <laughs> okay sure why not and uh, immediately the wrestler comes back. Mm-hmm. But Hodoro, he's got a secret weapon. Yeah, he uh, breaks out of the move. Well, his secret weapon is now he has wrestler G as a cami card. All right, so he puts him in and he gets a new 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 suit. Yes, with Ant Trooper and wrestler G. And I've got to say, love this suit. I really this is my favorite one. I think. <laughs> yeah, is a is a good suit. I don't know why they try to give it like kind of a lightning theme. Yeah, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. It's just the colors, I guess, but it's good. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, so it becomes a what? What is it called? It's um, I knew two seconds ago. Ant wrestler. Ant wrestler. Thank you. Which I mean, ants are famously strong. <sighs> mm-hmm. And then, but Renge's like, this is a no time limit knockout match, and she rings the bell. Um, yeah, she's like so into wrestling, apparently. But at least in. Like, as this happens... Yeah, she's just like, oh, this is my thing now. She's just so excited about it. She witnesses everything, and she's just like, this is the true heart of a wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he is able to counter the move. Um, and, like, they fight, and he's able to counter the backbreaker, windmill, whatever. Yeah, and um, this gets... Um, this gets the shop owner so excited... And wrestler G so, so so excited that the shop owner is able to turn into his luchador form. Even though wrestler G's inside the driver. Yes. It's like they're they're he earlier he's like, when you're tag team, your power is double, no tripled, no four times. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, My strength is times a million. Um and so so much so that the um yeah, the the wrestler G is able to still be Fused with Ant Trooper, but also inside um, the teacher, yeah. In order to let him be the the wrestler, so he gets. Um, we've not seen one of them fused with like a person that's not because of malice reasons. So that's something interesting. It is. I don't think it's going to come of anything like 
overall, but maybe. That'd be cool if it did. Maybe, maybe not. I guess we'll see. Um, um, it's ridiculous. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they double they double team gorilla they knock him down and they link arms into a double elbow drop <laughs> yeah. on him. Um, and just everything you could ever want. Yeah, and then uh the finisher for this one, which it doesn't form like a like a CG creature, uh-huh. which I found kind of interesting. Um, but he does like a like a drop kick, like a rider drop kick, uh-huh. which is super cool. And then he gets like blasted through the ropes. Yep. And, then and he- uh, Gorilla Sensei is freed. Yes. And so he gets he gets that card, and then um, he gets arrested. Mm-hmm. The golem Garuki gets arrested. Garuki gets arrested. Yeah, and they wipe his memory because that's what alchemists do. Um, and then their teacher, or the wrestling teacher, is going to have to have his memory wiped as well. Yeah, but wrestler G wants to stay with him, but he's like, "No, your place is with them." Mm-hmm. And even Hodoro's like real sad about it. Yeah, and then wrestler G's being like, "Wrestler G." Why did they have to have them say their names? Yeah, like they could just talk. I guess that's a lot of voice actors to have to hire. You yeah. could probably just have one person make all of those voices. Well, I'm just saying it's so much like Pokemon at that point. Uh, but hearing Wrestler G say Wrestler G really sad, just you know, it tugs at the heartstrings. It does. It does. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. Like I don't think there's another like wrap up scene or anything. No, that's that's it. Okay, I thought so. Um, yeah, we get the preview for next episode, which we'll cover in two weeks. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks like um, Spanner and Hodoro are gonna gonna come to some transformed blows. Can't wait. Um, so yeah, that'll be exciting. Should be a fun time. But yeah, I think overall, I really enjoyed both of these episodes. I thought they were pretty fun. As we said, this episode five was just really ridiculous. Um, but I like ridiculous, so it works out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's it's so good-natured mm-hmm. um, in a way that really makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't, you can't knock it for any of that. Yeah. I know people are probably going to be like, it's not serious enough, but I don't want it to be. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I'm sure there will be more serious moments to come. We're yeah. having a lighthearted episode about professional wrestlers and um, all of that. That's their, that's love, of, their love of tag teaming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, and it seems like next week is going to be a more serious episode. I mean, I, I guess we don't really know what the conflict from Spanner is going to be like, but... Yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah. Maybe it'll be an understanding. Cool. That seems a bit quick. This one was more of a... A rider kick to the funny bone. Mm-hmm. It sure was. Or a double elbow drop to the funny Ooh. bone. Rider drop kick to the funny bone. Mm-hmm. That's the one. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm. Yeah. Just as you'd already mentioned, um, there won't be a new episode uh, covering Gotchard next week, but in two weeks. Yeah. There will be covering episodes six and seven mm-hmm. of the yeah. show. And then we'll also just be letting you know whenever the other thing comes to fruition, which we're excited about. Yeah, I I really think as long as we can schedule the time, it won't be too long. And scheduling time isn't easy. No, I won't lie. Certainly not. 
It's probably but, the hardest part. But it's it's doable at least. At least. All right. Yeah. Um. So just remember, you can follow us over at Instagram. Uh, I think it's Henshin.Fever. I'm going to double check. Did I know you made an Instagram? I think so. Yeah, Henshin.Fever over on Instagram. Um, oh, I haven't posted a lot, but I posted some. Um, got a nice little following over there. There's 55 people right now. Um, you could be one. You could be if you're listening, or you might not be. I don't know. You should be if you're listening. Um, yeah, just letting you know when new episodes drop, sometimes having conversations about various things. Um, yeah, so that'd be a good place to go for any information about stuff that's coming. Um, or you can also, currently you could just email us at B as in boy, G as in girl, worldfever at gmail.com. That's all we have, um, sure. which is for our other show. Um, but you can email us there if you have thoughts about any of the stuff we've talked about so far. Um, any feedback, we'd be happy to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's do anything. Um, what's your favorite Kenny so far? Uh, do you miss Gold Dash as much as I do? Um, yeah. Uh, what are your what's your what's your common writer name? Yeah. Common oh, we writer. have a review over on um, Apple Podcasts. Oh, we do. Yes, it says got me to start watching Common Writer out of curiosity, and now I'm tuning in weekly. Show needs more discussion on bread. Well, no sleep till gotcha. No sleep till gotcha. (laughs) We can't talk about bread. Show. Thank you, Danger Beagle. Oh, is that someone we know? It is. Okay, we we know Danger Beagle. Okay. Oh, we know Danger Beagle. You. I mean, you tell me. (laughs) I I believe it. Um, but I, then I guess so. You can also leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. um, or I Spotify. I guess you can do Spotify too. I don't know if we have any over there. Let's look. We probably don't. Probably don't. Do-do-do. No ratings, and that's okay. We're still early days. We're still very early days in a very niche topic. Uh huh. Extremely niche. But you know what? It's world when we started that one. I feel like we hit it at the right time. Oh yeah. When everyone was stuck in, inside for the pandemic and was just re-watching stuff all the time. Um, plus, we're in America. And so that's just much more popular Yeah, uh, here. Not in Japan. But probably Japanese people. I'm just making a bold assumption that we're pro- they're probably not tuning in. Oh, uh, yeah. Probably not. I mean, I could look at the demographics on our like service that we use, but I'm not going to do that live on air. No. We'll- the last I checked, there was no one from Japan that was tuning in. <laughs> Yeah, and you know it's a pretty it's it's a niche topic. It's mm-hmm. even niche for us, which is fine. Yeah, no, I love it, and we do this for us, not yeah. We don't do it for the money because what money? Because what money? Yeah. Um, that being said, go make a podcast with a friend. Yeah. Just do it. It's fun. Just do it. Pick a topic. It's a time you get to spend with a friend every week. Mm-hmm. A scheduled friend time. Scheduled friend. Um, and you know what? It's a it's a fun thing to like just drop. Like, oh, I have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. People are like, whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, it seems so official. People seem less impressed by this one than by the other one, where they're like, whoa, really? The Boy Meets World. That's so cool. And then I'm like, yeah, we started another one about this. And they're like, I've never heard of that. That sounds insane. Yeah. But now that's their loss. It really is. Um, before we go, I want to say thank you to the writer of our theme song, who shall remain nameless. <laughs> um, 
And if you want to tell them, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, just be cool. <laughs> we want to say thank you to the person who wrote our theme song. And uh, if you're thinking about tweeting at them, be cool. <laughs> yeah, don't. Maybe just don't. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I don't think, I think I'm out of things to say. Me too. So I'm just going to remind us all from here, from us at Hinch and Fever, don't change for anyone. Change for yourself. Hinch. Sometimes I'm